Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie Podcast brought to you by ToughPicks.com. It's the podcast where we watch The Great Muppet Caper two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. Today we have a return guest. He was here last week, and he's here again. Tell the listeners who you are. Hey, everyone. Happy to be back. Matt Wilkie here from ToughPigs.com. Matt Wilkie. Awesome. Can you believe it? I'm so thrilled. Um, And today we are looking at minutes 85 and 86 of The Great Muppet Caper. In these minutes, the Pizza Twins deliver a medium pepperoni with double cheese while Miss Piggy runs out of gas. So where we left off last week, we saw a security guard in the middle of saying that he didn't order any pepper. What was it? It was pepperoni. Oh, pepperoni. Why didn't we think of that? Because because Kermit and Fozzie are disguised as the pizza twins and are attempting (laughs) to deliver a pizza to the gallery gallery. You know, I got to say, um, I really appreciate the way that you guys, when you set up your um, your guests, you kind of theme it to what's going on in the clips. So um, like you had Jennifer Garland on when you talked about classic movies and, and actors and uh, London geography. And you had uh, apparently Quinn Rollins knows a lot about lips. So that was great to hear. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm really thankful that you guys brought me on because of how much I love pepperoni pizza. That was really nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. We want to give our listeners the the most in depth experience. When we think we pepperoni pizza, we think Matt Wilkie. If only everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I've mentioned I think I feel like I've said this is my favorite part of this movie about ten times so far. At but least I mean, this I've, might be I've, my. F- I've turned it into a drinking game. How many times you say that on the podcast? <laughs> Good. But this might, I mean, this is another one, like, just like the fact that they made matching outfits with stripes and hats and pins on the hats and, and they, they have these pizza to, boxes. Yeah. They bothered to make pizza boxes that say the pizza twins on them. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Where did they get them? I yeah. think it was, I think it was Jamie Carroll um, who one time had like a Muppet viewing party and he made those boxes. I think it was Jamie. Oh, and I saw that once on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like something he would do. Yeah. He does. A very talented uh, Muppet artist. And designer of the classic Muppetational mosaic t-shirt. Yeah. Among other things. Right. But one of the, I think like greatest pieces of licensed Muppet merchandise ever. Absolutely. It is. We'll we'll link to it in the show notes. It is a picture of Kermit's head with drawings of all the other Muppets contained within Kermit's head. And yeah. and in addition to that, as we're recording right now, I'm looking at the uh, the Muppet Theater print that he did. I have that on oh, my wall yeah. here, and that's a beautiful one. I too, also yeah. have that framed on my wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jamie, great work. We love you, um, listeners. Check out his work, and also check out Pepperoni Pizza. I recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so of course, uh, Kermit is speaking in his regular voice as a pizza twin, but Fozzie <laughs> Fo- does this absurd, like, Chico Marx Italian accent. Well, you know, the whole scene t- sort of feels to me like a Chico Marx scene, and I, I don't think it's just because of the accent, but just, like, their uh, Kermit and Fozzie's logic doesn't really make sense, but it's so ridiculous that the guard sort of eventually has no choice but to buy into it. 
Right. right. <laughs> it just well, that's feels true. like a scene from like Animal Crackers or something where, where Chico Marx is just so um, willfully illogical that, that the, the normal characters just kind of have to give into it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, and of course the, the characters were all just wearing Groucho glasses. So two episodes ago, we talked about who the Marx brothers are, but uh, Chico is another one of them. And he talks like Fozzie talks in this. Scene. Right. <laughs> um, and of course, Fozzie's first line is that's all right. We don't make them. We just deliver. Them. They don't make the pizza. Like, right. That's their slogan. The company is pizza twins. They are apparently the titular twins. But uh, for some reason, they only deliver the pizza. They, they just don't take they the orders. They don't really the love. They well, you guys really know it's like uh, it's like it's like Grubhub or, or DoorDash or any of those now. Bite Squad, you know. Um, oh yeah, that, so sure. That just pick up deliveries from restaurants. So it's a, that's a viable business now. It could so be now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, now you could start a business where you only hire twins. And it's like a, yeah, like a Grubhub or DoorDash thing where you just have twins going around picking up orders from restaurants and delivering them. So, so really, it could have been Pepperidge Farm cookies inside there. It could, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the guard asks what the name is on the slip, and Kermit says, what, What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Which, like you said, Ryan, like that's, that's it is a chickle march. Like it's, it should be a character dumber than Kermit doing that. Right. It, kind of. But it's so funny that it doesn't matter. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then and then the guard says that his name is Henderson, and Kermit says that's the name on the slip. <laughs> um so we should stop here to say that Henderson is played by a guy named Michael Robbins, hmm. who was a very busy British TV guest star throughout the 70s and 80s. Um best known to me for do, do, do Ryan, I know you watch classic Doctor Who, Matt. I don't I don't know if you're a classic Doctor Who watcher at all. I've I've seen bits and pieces. Um, in the episode, the the story, the Visitation, starring Peter Davison, uh, Michael Robbins plays a highwayman named Richard Mace, who is one of the best guest characters on Doctor Who ever. I think. Interesting. Um, and he's just kind of like a like a roguish charlatan who's like telling stories of his past exploits and all that. Um, so that's the other thing I know him from, other than <laughs> the Great Muppet Caper. But he was oh, so. He was a regular on a show called On the Buses from uh, 69 to 73, and now presented uh, as a list of other fake-sounding names to my American ear of shows <laughs> that he was a regular on. <laughs> How's Your Father, Operation Patch, The Fuzz, Devon-ish, and Fairly Secret Army. <laughs> Yeah, how's your father? Definitely sounds like if you wanted to make up a, a fake name of a British TV show. Absolutely, right. yeah, absolutely. Anthony, I would love to see you host a show where you have a bunch of those, and one of them is fake, and people have to guess which one's <laughs> the fake. One. <laughs> that would be really be so that. much fun, man. Yeah, it's it's wild. Just and again, those are the things he was a regular on. He he guest starred on many other shows that sound fake to my American ears. Sure. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Kermit says Henderson is the name of the slip, and Henderson insists, but I hate pepperoni. <laughs> right. And walks away. Well, I've been known and- to use that line, actually, in, in life, um, usually when the pizza delivery arrives, which is probably confusing and sends mixed messages to anyone <laughs> else around me who doesn't know the movie, because I usually would say that line while I'm 
taking a slice of pepperoni well, pizza for myself. But sure. I See, ate pepperoni. Well, m- my wife, former podcast guest Rosalind Strand, uh, actually does hate pepperoni pizza. So mm. she says it and she means it. Right. <laughs> she quotes this scene and, and, and it's also just an actual statement. for Does those she do it with the British accent, though? <laughs> well, well, yeah, of course. Okay, good. Yeah. And then speaking for myself, a pepperoni pizza aficionado, <laughs> I would never let that phrase cross my lips. <laughs> no, of course. That goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and neither would Fozzie, because Fozzie, who knows that this is all nonsense, yells, I'll eat it. <laughs> In his regular voice, like he's so excited about the idea of eating a pizza that he brought <laughs> that he forgets what accent he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, that's that's another great note that they actually put a pizza in there. Yeah, in their the, we'll see. We'll see that the dogs eat it in a little bit. So yeah, there's a there's a pizza in them. And again, where did they get it? Like, was it just on <laughs> the bus? Like, how long has this pizza been sitting on the bus? Yeah, maybe. I guess they had to go to a pizza place and buy it and then design a pizza box right then make the box i don't know right well maybe they just slapped a logo onto the the existing box right that's true i mean they also they also could have stolen uniforms i guess like we all we all remember the iconic scene in the wizard of oz where the scarecrow lion and tin man steal winky costumes oh yeah and we all remember the iconic scene in star wars where han and luke steal stormtrooper costumes yes we could have seen that in this movie where Kermit and yeah. Fuzzy steal striped <laughs> well, pizza and, delivery and I'm sure, costume. I'm sure somewhere out there, there's some like you know some jerk with a cinema sense type uh, YouTube channel who's just raring to to make a video about this movie where it's like, where did they get the Pizza Twins costumes? It doesn't make sense. We never see them, but you know, obviously, it it does kind of it's comedy. Yeah, yeah, and it does kind of imply that there are there's a franchise or at least one pizza place in london called pizza twins called pizza twins yeah 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 so so who who would have been like let's say there were that and and they were going to steal that from the actual pizza twins in this movie who do you think would play those twins Mm. who would play the pizza twins boy would it have to be actual twins or i mean is it is it funnier if they're people that don't look anything alike i think yeah i think it's funnier if they don't look alike because fozzie and kermit don't look alike that's a really good question. And ask right? someone yeah. who's not already in this movie. I, sh- I should have thought of this question before okay, we recorded, so I can't have an answer ready. <laughs> so I will say that uh, Michael Palin and Terry Jones could have played the pizza There we go. Oh, how about uh, Dudley Moore and Peter Cook? There you go. Yeah. Even better. All good. I would love it. <laughs> I would love if any of those guys was in a Muppet movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, once the once Henderson walks away to turn off the gate, I guess, or open the gate, Kermit he says, stand by, guys. And then we see Henderson opening the box, and it sounds like someone says, hi. <laughs> Did hi? you guys hear that? Didn't it might just that. be the sound of the box opening. I can't tell. Maybe but it also sounds saying hi? It, well, it sounds <laughs> like it could be Gonzo or Animal, maybe. Like, I might be losing my mind. <laughs> Neither of you noticed that? No. No, uh, I, I think it's just the sound of the box, like the switch that he's flipping, you know, or whatever. Right? Huh. Yeah, could I'll just have be to that. go back and listen and it, for that. And if I if I find it, I will insert it into this recording right about here. Stand by, guys. Hi. Okay. Uh, 
okay, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's like that so, that uh, that video that's going around of the cat right now that says, "Well, hi." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that cat was inside the box. Yeah, it I, was. I like that cat. I don't know that. And although we should make a video of Gaffer inside the box saying, "Hi." <laughs> uh, the the caption on the video is something like, "My cat sounds like she says well hi in a southern accent," and then. <laughs> The, the camera sort of follows, I think the cat is like walking across the kitchen and then like goes behind a refrigerator. And then when the camera finds the cat behind the refrigerator, the cat meows <laughs> in a way that sounds exactly like she's saying, well, hi. And it, and it also sounds like Grover is saying the F word. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a, what was it? That uh, like a it, he says, he says, that sounds like an excellent idea. An excellent idea. <laughs> is what he says. And what the supposedly it sounds like is that's an effing excellent idea. <laughs> Which it doesn't, obviously it, that would get that would make it on the air <laughs> on Sesame Street without love to noticing. See, love to see Eric Jacobson accidentally drop an F bomb on television and no one noticed. In a way that makes no sense in context. <laughs> no now, did you guys hear it? Like cause I, I listened to that clip. So many times the Grover clip, yeah, the Grover clip. So I could hear it. I could sort of close my eyes and yeah. make myself hear it that way, but I never would have. It, it took effort, but I could hear it. Right. Um. I, yeah. I like. Like I could hear it, and and also I sometimes get that phrase in my head in Grover's voice, which is oh, really no. unfortunate. I do too. I do it all the time. Yeah. Like, so dumb. <laughs> like there are so many things Grover has actually said that I would rather be thinking about. You know. <laughs> but anyways. Um, so where were we? Okay. Uh, Henderson asked to see the slip and Kermit says, Oh, this is the wrong slip. (laughs) And he says the one with my name on it. And Fozzie back in his accent says, Oh, that's a slip. That's a slip. We left at home. And and how did he read the slip a minute ago? (laughs) Exactly. And then, uh, and then as Fozzie's saying that the other Muppets all sneak behind him and Henderson (laughs) does not notice. This like great giant mass of Muppets. Hey, you know what I something I just noticed just this second? Hmm. One of I think it looks like Gonzo or maybe the Swedish chef, one of these Muppets is carrying a British flag with them as they sneak behind <laughs> Henderson. <laughs> awesome. They're yeah. just being patriotic. Yeah, definitely. Uh yeah, now I'm now I'm gonna look for that next time. Um and so but Fozzie, in order to cheer him up, to uh cheer Henderson up from them leaving the slip at home says, but we got to the pepperoni. (laughs) And then uh, Henderson, Fozzie, both say in unison, but I hate pepperoni. Ah, Great callback. What a great part. (laughs) And so do you hate Fozzie? Cause he says it, Matt. Oh, I could never hate Fozzie. No, Uh, (laughs) we, we can have difference of opinions and still be good friends. Sure. There you go. Um, and then Kermit suggests that Henderson could feed the pizza to the dogs, which is like kind of amusing, but it's so much funnier a, a little bit later when Scooter says those dogs have nearly finished the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. how long does it take two German shepherds to eat one pizza? I don't know. That sounds like a math problem. Like if one German shepherd can finish a pepperoni pizza in 30 seconds, how long does it take two German shepherds to finish two pepperoni pizzas. 30 seconds. <laughs> Something like that. 
anyways um but yeah so the dogs are he's gonna go feed the pizza to the dogs and then we cut away to our old friend miss piggy who is still driving a truck and then that truck runs out of gas piggy looks at the camera and says what am i a glutton for punishment (laughs) (sighs) another great fourth wall break just well just a master i really yeah for sure um, I really like that like we the audience are kind of Piggy's sidekick during this whole like obtaining vehicles adventure. Oh, sure, sure. You know? Um you know what it was what what was it in last week's clip? I tried to be nice or something. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's yeah. tried a bit before she throws him out. Yeah. Right. And then now she says, What am I glutton for punishment? It's just like yeah. we're with her a lot, like we are with her on this whole adventure. Like in in many movies the character would have a sidekick that they could say these things to. <laughs> right. But instead it's just us, you know, it's great. Yeah. I love it it. kind of helps us to root for her this way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then after that, we get another 10 seconds of the thieves preparing to uh, rob the gallery, which again, I had no memory of this. This time they're carrying flashlights through the dark gallery and it looks pretty cool. Yeah. It does. Yeah. There's a, a very good, quick shot about a, a clear look at uh, Nikki's flowered socks. Oh, is yeah, that I right? Noticed, I didn't notice. Which yeah, do not I noticed that too. It was, it was almost like they were saying like, oh, remember this is Nikki as if we were going to forget who was the leader there. Yeah, I, well, I don't think I had realized before this rewatch for this podcast how many times the flowered socks come back. Yeah, me neither. Like, I, I never really gave them any thought. Until we started watching it for the podcast. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, they bought a whole gross, so they needed to show all of them off. Yeah. <laughs> Those are actually just for Charles Grodin's costumes. That's yeah, why they bought a gross. That's, how, that's how he got it into the budget. He was like, if I show them all on screen, I can take them home. <laughs> I <laughs> hope he he's, been wear- off. he's been wearing them ever since. <laughs> um, oh, one thing that I forgot to mention about Miss Piggy's truck, or Peter Peter Yusinov's truck, I suppose. His glory. <laughs> His yeah, Peter Yusinov's lorry, if you will. Um, when we see the gas gauge, it's the the where it would say full says four fourths. Huh. Hmm. It's it shows four fourths, one half, and then we the the empty like the red ticker is on the empty, so we can't really see what it says. But so it kind of makes me wonder: is that like is or was that standard in England? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. I yeah. guess, yeah, four-fourths uh, pretty clearly indicates that it's full. Right, yeah. But it also makes it sound like um, a musical time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you Be- think it says zero-fourths underneath the E? I hope so. But yeah. it also says one-half. Like, it doesn't say two-fourths. Two-fourths, yeah. Hmm, interesting. So, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, anyways, then we then we see the thieves. I, I kind of cut it off there. Anything else about the... About the thieves? No, I just agree that it looks cool. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, good job, uh, Jim Henson and the cinematographer, whose name I've forgotten again. Yeah, Oswald keep... Morris. Oswald Morris, there you yeah, go. So, they, you know what, I, I've decided I should start giving out uh, trophies when I decide that something is, is really good in one of these movies. So, a trophy to Jim Henson and a trophy to Oswald Morris. Huzzah. They will be honored, I'm sure. Yes. Um. So, next, we're back with the Muppet Gang. And they're just looking at the gallery, looking at the, they're on the grounds now. And Gonzo says, Fozzie, how do we get in? Now, why does Gonzo think Fozzie knows? 
how to get in. Yeah, great question. Also, when did <laughs> Kermit and Fozzie separate from the rest of the gang and and get past the guard without the guard noticing? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, too, I mean, when yeah. did they when did they rejoin the gang? Right. Great questions. Yeah. Great questions. All They're no longer wearing their Pizza Twins uniforms. Well, they just chucked them though. Like they're also both not wearing clothes. Right. So it's not like they changed into something. I guess Fozzie had, but maybe Fozzie had his tie on the whole time, right? They I just know. tore them off somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Kermit pulled out his collar, you know, put his collar right. back on. <laughs> right. <sighs> Good stuff. All right. Um, so Fozzie says that they should ring the doorbell, which Fozzie, <laughs> get it together, man. It's not man. how you sneak in. That's not, and Kermit says they should get it through the roof. And then we see like Floyd says that they can't do it. And I just kind of love the sense that all of the Muppets are working together on a plan here, you know, like just like bouncing ideas off of each other. Yeah. They're all the way trying. that feels they, very natural. They hadn't thought this far ahead, of course. So now they have to figure it out. Right. And then um, once that suggestion has been made, they hear dogs. We see the dogs come running towards them and they all run away. Um, and one thing I noticed about this is Scooter does that kind of like Scooter has a scrunchy face that he does sometimes. Um, yeah. Where he, yeah. Like here he's horrified. So he does his kind of Kermit-esque scrunchy face. Right. And I get the feeling I don't it's know easier. How Richard Hunt, I was just going to say, I don't know how Richard Hunt did that. Like that puppet looks so stiff, you know? Right. You wouldn't think he'd be able to bend his nose down that far, but <laughs> right. somehow he it- did it. It must have been a lot easier to do that with the Kermit puppet than the Scooter puppet, but somehow he he made it happen. I like I like to imagine puppets like that. Um, they probably treat it like a baseball glove, like when you get a new baseball glove and you have to break it in and you're punching it and you're like putting rubber bands <laughs> around and all those things. I like to imagine the Muppet performers were doing that with their puppets, like when they got a new scooter off the assembly line. Richard's in there punching him in the mouth to make him more flexible. <laughs> It might be true. Yeah, I don't know. And I imagine the Muppet Workshop people would be horrified by that. Absolutely. Right. All right. So uh, that brings us to the end of the clip. We will find out what happens with the dogs next week. So uh, anything else about these minutes before we go? Matt, I'll start with you. Um, I think we've covered everything. What a great, what a great couple of minutes. Just fantastic stuff. Trophies for everyone. (laughs) Trophies all around. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I don't have anything else. Uh, it's just a lot of fun to watch. All right. So um, one thing before we go, Matt, you mentioned this a little bit last week, but uh, we like to ask our guests, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? What's your history with it? And uh, where would you rank it among the Muppet movies? Sure, sure. Um, so I don't remember the first time. I remember within, it's probably about five or six, um, watching it. Uh, like I like I mentioned last week, a lot with my my older sister, and and uh, we loved the movie. Um, I still, in my head, anytime anyone's thinking of like, oh, what did you bring for this or like whatever, I'll say, oh, I brought the paper towels. Um, yeah, and uh, I loved uh, my sister's favorite line was um, when they get to the Happiness Hotel, and she goes, and he goes, oh, I hate to see what the sad one looks like. That's I always think of my sister when I hear that. So, so it was like a real <laughs> bonding moment for us. That was one of the things that we watched a lot. Um, as far as rankings, it's really, really tough for me to go between Great Muppet Caper and Muppet Movie. I feel like those are the two pinnacles. I love origin stories. 
So um, like issue ones are great. And, and I think of the Muppet movie as like issue one, even though it's kind of sort of how it happened. Um, so I love it for that. But for joke for joke, pound for pound, uh, Great Muppet Caper is definitely the funniest. So if I'm ranking them by funny, it's definitely number one for me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally get that struggle too. Like I've, I kind of feel the same way. I generally prefer this one, but that Muppet movie, man. Oh yeah. They're both it's, great. It's, it's, it's special, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, all right. Well, that brings us down to the end for this time. Uh, listeners, please check out toughpigs.com on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, and anywhere else you can find us. Our theme music is by Stacy Rosen. Our logo was designed by Morgan Davey. Thank you to both of them. And if you're so inclined, give us a positive review on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at Zeppo Marxist. You can follow Ryan at me, Ryan Rowe. Matt, where can our listeners find you online? Uh, mostly on Twitter at Writing Wilkie. And your Twitter is a delight. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, all right. And everyone, join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.